Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Life of Riley. Today on the show, we have Kylie Schmidt. Kylie is a creative powerhouse with some of her favorite outlets being painting, photography, and writing. She has her master's in communication management from USC, so you know that she's one smart cookie. Kylie could talk so much about marketing and data and analytics and social media, but today we're going on a bit of a different path. She's going to be sharing her stories of breakups and heartbreak and how she's grown from it all. Kylie has amazing tips on taking your ex out of that number one priority spot and replacing it with yourself. I hope this episode informs and inspires those of you going through a similar situation. Please enjoy my amazing friend and roommate, Kylie Schmidt. Let's get a round of applause. She's here. Everyone here. here, Our live audience. Right. Thank you for having me. I am very excited. Sitting in our living room. We're sitting in our living room. We're on our carpet. Yep. It's the morning as opposed to a nighttime um, podcast session. Yes. And I'm just so excited to tell all of our fans about my life. I'm really excited. Thank you. Um, We have our morning coffee. Yeah, we do. Kylie's preparing actually for a trip. She leaves today. I I leave on Monday for Maui, but I am preparing to leave today because I'm going back to my hometown of Fresno, Fresno. for a birthday party. But yeah, I have my laundry, yeah. my clean laundry <laughs> sitting right here. Maybe but we'll do some folding. This is a very normal morning for Ryan and I. Yeah. We, we normally start the mornings with our coffee. Mm-hmm. I have almond milk in mine. She has the coffee mate creamer. Yes. It's yes. very, very standard for us. Yep. We're very excited. <laughs> you just get to join us today, which we're really excited about. Yeah. So Kai, after that sweet icebreaker, (laughs) let's dive in. So let's get dirty. Start out by just giving our listeners a Mm -hmm. background, a brief history of your past relationships. Okay. And I will pre-mention that I'm not going to say names because I don't want this to be a roast of my past relationships or anything like that. Absolutely. But for those of you who know me, I have had a couple of great relationships in the past. Mm-hmm. I've I've actually been in a relationship for five years straight, mm-hmm. and all of that ended within the last month. So I'm very newly single. Yay! To the single dating Did world. everyone hear that? She's, She's newly single. <laughs> hit me up. Hit her up. Hit her up. Yes. <laughs> but basically... I want to start my story when I decided to study abroad in Italy my junior year of college. So I had a boyfriend leaving Cal State Fullerton as I went to study abroad. Unfortunately, that relationship ended. The distance was hard, but he was always so gracious towards me and he was way too good for me from the start but that ended and I just so happened to meet this new guy we were in the same program in Florence Italy very romantic setup like it would have been hard not to fall in love it's like the bachelor it's It's like like why people on the bachelor fall in love yeah because they're going to these romantic places i was wined and dined Mm -hmm. we went on solo trips to austria which Mm -hmm. is where my mom studied abroad so 
he had planned all of those trips while we were in Florence, and it was great. So to sum up Italy, I came home with a new boyfriend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And immediately we went full force into this relationship. We we didn't skip a beat. Mm -hmm. I was introduced to his family, like, literally within a week of me coming back from Europe. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, for the next two years of my life, he was my whole world, Mm -hmm. probably more so than he should have been in hindsight. But it was really, really good when it was good. Mm -hmm. And when things were bad, they were just tough Mm -hmm. on, on both of us. Things just got to the point where I guess we weren't making each other happy. But... When the time came for us to break up, I was blindsided. Yeah. I mean, I had just moved out. So this was last um, October, November. And I had recently moved out of my apartment with a really good friend. Shout out to Kelsey Smith. Kelsey, Kelsey. we love you. (laughs) I was living in West Hollywood with her and I decided to move to Highland Park because Highland Park just so happens to be close to Pasadena. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was like the best decision in the world. I picked up my life and my belongings and I moved into this little studio, Not, not with my ex, but literally down the street from him right because I was at his house all the time I was with his family literally four nights a week I was a part of the pack Mm -hmm. if you will Mm -hmm. so I move into this apartment and within two weeks my ex breaks up with me and I, like I said, was completely blindsided. My world fell apart. I didn't know how to accept it. I I thought I was like a strong person yeah. before all of this. And then the moment that this happened, like waking up the, the days after, I was an absolute wreck. I yeah. mean, like couldn't even pick myself up off of the floor. And you never think that you're going to be like that girl right. who is so vulnerable being alone and yeah. can't yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. can't function without her boyfriend, but yeah. it was truly heartbreaking. And this was 2 weeks before my finals. It was my third semester of grad school. Timing couldn't have been worse. And on yeah. top of that, my ex was driving on my street every single day going to and from his school, mm-hmm. which was really messing with my head. Like, right. I'm still trying to work things out. Yeah. And he has essentially slammed the door and said, nope, I you're not making me happy. Can't do this anymore. Bye. Right. Like, good, yeah. good luck. Good luck with your life. Mm-hmm. So... Christmas break passes. This is right around, you know, when college kids go on break. Yeah. I go home and I happen to meet this boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> boy number two mm-hmm. of this story. Mm-hmm. And basically, I started dating someone while I was still heartbroken. Right. Not exactly as a rebound, like that's not how this guy came into the picture. It was more of like, 
I care about you. And I recently went through something similar. My ex-girlfriend broke up with me and I was heartbroken. I know what you're going through. I'm here for you. I care about you. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So it was, it was nice. He's well, was great to me. Mm -hmm. He was a bit of a distraction. Mm -hmm. He would take me on trips. I would take him to all of my favorite spots in LA. It was nice, but I still kept up the boundary of not wanting to be boyfriend and girlfriend necessarily, but we were definitely exclusive. Yes. We had the discussion Mm -hmm. about being exclusive with each other and no one else. Fast forward to March. This boy is still in my life uh, while I am still heartbroken over right? right? So let's just say that's never a good idea right? Yeah. to start dating someone knowing that you're not emotionally, physically uh, ready, Mentally to, ready to do it. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Did you no. at any point... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is no, my podcast. This is it. <laughs> Did it ever occur to you that like you weren't ready or was it more just like you couldn't even go there. Oh no. I fully recognized that I wasn't ready. At the time? At the time. Okay. 100%. Because like I said, I had been in a two-year relationship before Italy, Right. hopped into another two-year relationship. Mm -hmm. And on the tail end of that, I'm now like emotionally investing in someone else. Right. And the people around me knew that this wasn't a good idea. Specifically, Brady, my brother, said, (laughs) what the fuck are you doing? Absolutely not. You need to be alone. Learn how to make yourself happy, blah, 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 blah. But I didn't think that things were going to necessarily get as serious as they did so quickly. Right. Yeah. So... Let's let's talk about the month of March because right. that's when you come into my Yay! life and I enter yours. Ding, ding, ding. But I decided that I physically could not stay in that studio alone. Right. I didn't have friends close by. I had like Natalie and Kelsey in West Hollywood and Brentwood, but they they weren't there with me when I was going to sleep crying mm-hmm. or waking yeah. up and just being so down on myself, but I decide to move to Newport. So come March, Ryan and I decide to move in together, and it it has been literally the most uplifting roommate situation that I ever could have imagined. Hi. I will <laughs> pay you later we, for that. We love it. <laughs> but meanwhile, I am still talking to this other boy mm-hmm. who is from Fresno, that I have mutual friends with. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, it's, he was, like, very much immersed in your inner circle, like, before you guys started talking, everyone knew him. Right, right. Um, he's he's my brother's age, so mm-hmm. they had mutual friends, and he was just a great a great guy. Yeah. We, we loved his personality. Mm-hmm. He was very funny, and if you know me, if you're not a goofball, it's just not going to work out. Right, right. And... He was so comfortable with Riley and I that when I was driving home from L.A. and he beat me to to our apartment, he would come inside and hang out with Rye and they would make dinner and Mm -hmm. chat like the best of friends. He was great. Right. He really was. Yeah. He was great. I liked him a lot. Yeah. So between the month that we moved in together and early August, 
I was dating him, but again, I didn't want the title of boyfriend and girlfriend. And in my head, I thought that that was a smart move because it kept a little bit of distance between like that that big leap into right. another relationship that I was trying to avoid. Yeah. So so quickly. Do you feel like do you feel like practically you thought if things ended it would be easier if you were not boyfriend and girlfriend? Yeah, I just looked at mine and his relationship yeah. as a slow burn mm-hmm. instead of this like dangerous fire. Yeah. And yeah. that's how I would describe Italy boyfriend. Yeah. Like it was this immediate spark that couldn't be denied. Mm-hmm. And we, we were destined to date. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with this other man, it was a slow burn and mm-hmm. I didn't see an ending. I didn't know where our future was going, but right. I knew that it was headed in the right direction. Right. He oh, it it should be mentioned that he was trying to date me since day one of hanging right. out. Like, like official boyfriend girlfriend. Bo- boyfriend girlfriend, like let's let's do it. Yeah. You're the one that I want. Right. Uh, you're the only one for me, blah 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 blah. Yeah. So everyone who's listening, strap on in. This is it. Literally and figuratively, if you're in a car, yeah. we, we want you to be safe. Yeah, please buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> so boy number two and I decide to take a trip to Monterey. And he has a family house there. It was going to be just the two of us. We decide to go walk by the ocean. I get a cappuccino, as I normally do. Mm -hmm. And I randomly decide to check my Instagram DMs. I don't know what came over me, but I decide to check my Instagram DMs. And I open up this message from a girl, Mm -hmm. and it's a screenshot, and I can't see the screenshot immediately, so I read the message underneath it. Mm -hmm. And it says, Hey, I don't know how much boy has told you about me, but this is what he said about you last week. Mm -hmm. Um, I would want to know if there was someone else in the picture. I just felt compelled to tell you. Mm -hmm. I (laughs) start reading the screenshot of the text message. Yeah. And this screenshot... It's a message conversation between him and her, and it says, I ended things with that other girl. I'm going to be up north today. Let's meet up. Mm -hmm. And this girl says, why'd you do that? And he goes, it's not what I want. And she responds, and she's like, all right, I'm, I'm at the gym. Like, I'll call you. Yeah. And that's all that the screenshot says. So I am shaking. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I immediately know that this is so much worse than anything I ever could have imagined because if a girl has the, you know, the need to reach out to you via Instagram DM, yeah. it's it's a lot worse than yeah. we could have imagined. Absolutely. So I get this <clears throat> message. He's standing right next to me. He sees my face. I immediately start crying and Long story short, he starts rambling off lies, saying, it was just a dinner, she lives up north, she's just a friend, blah, 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 blah. I am not having it. Mm -hmm. I immediately Uber myself back to the house. Mm -hmm. I am picking up all of my stuff. He's following me around, 
like yelling in my ear saying, no, no, please. It was just, it was the dinner. It was one time, blah, 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 blah. And I go, if this was just one time, she would not be messaging me. You are lying to me. I, I still don't know like the gravity of this situation, but I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. I'm leaving Monterey, going back to Newport. I don't want to be in a car with you. Yeah. But he convinces me to wait and to drive back with him. And at this point, I don't know the worst of the situation. I, I haven't messaged this girl back on Instagram, and mm -hmm. I just, like, go numb. Yeah. I pack up my stuff. I get into his car. He's still trying to, like, explain himself, but yeah. I have gone black right. at this point. Yeah. So about two hours into the drive... I've stopped talking completely to him and I decide to message her back and I say, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> I literally had no idea. Can I ask how many times you've seen each other since February? Because February was when we had the talk about being exclusive. So in my mind, right. if anything happened between February and August we're, you know, right. this is, that's a problem. This is bad. Mm -hmm. This is an issue. Mm -hmm. And she responds and she says, yeah, it's been about every other week since February with calls and FaceTimes almost every day in between. He came to meet my parents last week when he was in town. I don't know how much more you want to know, but I'm happy to answer any questions that you have. I'm really sorry that you're going through this. I know exactly how you feel. I freak the fuck out. I'm looking at him saying, like, who are you? What is going on? How could you yeah. do this to me? You know everything that happened between Italy boyfriend and I. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what is going on. How could you do this to me? Mm -hmm. And completely, oops, said his name. That's okay. We'll completely shuts down. He starts saying that it was, okay, it was one time. Okay, they slept together two times. Okay, it was three times. Still not giving me an explanation of right. why, why he decided to continue dating me instead of just letting me go, right. leaving me on my own instead of lying and going through the trouble of leading this double life. I respond to her and I say, oh, no, no. I don't need to hear anymore for my sanity. I appreciate you telling me I'm sorry too. We pull into our apartment complex and as I'm getting out of the car, I turn to him and I say, you are the most disgusting human being I have ever met. Mm -hmm. I never want to see you again. Don't want to see you. Don't want to talk to you. Yeah. He says nothing. I get my things. Riley throws his bag into the back seat and I walk upstairs. So within a an eight-hour time span, my whole reality was flipped upside down. And leading up to all of this, I would tell my friends, there is no way that he would hurt me. There's mm -hmm. no way yeah. that, that he would hide things from me. Not that I had any inkling that he was keeping Doing things from it. me. He yeah. was never weird on his phone. He was never sketchy about where he was. He was like an open book mm -hmm. in, in my eyes. I get home. 
I'm sitting in the living room with you, and we are just dumbfounded. Mm. I'm a smart girl. Rise a smart girl. Like, what? Yeah. How did this boy just cheat and lie for months over and over and over and over again? Mm-hmm. So after that day... He bombarded my phone with calls and text messages. He showed up at my apartment begging for my forgiveness. I ended up opening the door because Mm -hmm. I didn't know what else to do. And he basically said, it was six times. She's lying. It wasn't every other week. And I was like, okay, one time is bad enough. The fact that you had this on your conscience for that long and you were able to keep, keep it hidden. I just, it's unfathomable. Right. Since then... The calls and texts haven't stopped, but I have stopped replying because there's nothing left to say. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with the fact that someone that you cared so deeply for betrays everything? Not just betrays me, betrays you, Mm -hmm. all of my friends that he professed his love to me to, Mm -hmm. like... There's just so many messed up things about the situation. Yeah. The hardest thing for me, and I'm sure that this is the hardest part for a lot of people who have been cheated on or or just, like, lied to. Yeah. It doesn't really matter, like, the extent of why a relationship ends, but it's the fact that he knew me so well that that he completely knew that it would destroy me. Right. He knew how badly it would hurt, mm-hmm. and I think that's why he never owned up to it, Right. I guess. I don't really know the mindset of a cheater, but yeah. I would assume that he, he knew that he was too deep in on both ends to, right. to come clean. Because Riley and I have talked about this. If he would have came clean about his lies and explained himself instead of me having to find out via Instagram DM. Yeah. I don't know what would have happened. Right. Maybe I could have forgiven him. Maybe it was never meant to be anyways. Right. But things just would have been a lot different if, if he could have just fessed up or let me go because he was the one pursuing me and insisting on seeing me all the time, dating, blah, 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 blah. As we talked about, um, cheater boyfriend really was wonderful and kind to you and amazing and all of these things. So is it possible for someone to both love you and care for you and respect you in so many ways and also do this? Or does it negate all of the love and affection shown before the cheating, before you found out about the cheating? So this is kind of how I unpack it mm-hmm. and my mom. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tommy. Shout out to Tommy. We, we love you. think that all of the extravagant trips Mm -hmm. and Catalina and going to dinners and Mm -hmm. picnics and all of the cheesy romantic things that he had planned were masking his guilt of what he was doing. Mm -hmm. So I think 
Like, remember when he bought me those Ray-Bans? Yes. I, okay. I, I just sent them. Yeah. that I love. They're the circular black ones. Mm-hmm. I wear them all the time. And sometime in between when I moved from Highland Park to Orange County, I lost these glasses. Mm-hmm. And I would complain about it to all the time. Mm-hmm. I would say... I just don't feel like myself. Yeah. (laughs) I need these glasses. My life is these glasses. I need these glasses. Uh, But one day, he just sends me a new pair of Ray-Bans. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is so sweet. He is such a nice guy. Yeah. Like, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Like, find me a man like that. (laughs) Yeah. So he would do little things like that that maybe kept me oblivious to the fact that he was hiding another Mm -hmm. girlfriend Mm -hmm. but I think in his mind me not wanting to jump in as boyfriend and girlfriend also justified what he was doing but he has apologized profusely and said that nothing will make this okay right like and he's not blaming the situation on me at all, which should also be said. Which should also be said. And also, that's something that we established very early on. Just to be clear, this is not a case of, like, mistaken relationship title or, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I Ross and Rachel, we were on a break. Yeah, and it's just crazy because was everything fake? Did he actually love me? That's what I'm saying. Was it all a joke? I mean, I I don't know, but... From what I saw, it's – I he did. Like, I believe he did. And that's why I think, like, there is a separation, at least in this case, of how he felt about you and how he acted. Mm-hmm. Kind of a sociopathic difference. Like, well, kind of a strange how could you do this to someone you love because I do believe he had those feelings. I saw it. I'm going to jump back to before I found out. Mm-hmm. I was at a bachelorette party in Texas for one of our friends who's getting married. Yay. And I was being, like, drunk and stupid, and I texted him, and I said, be honest with me, has there been anyone else in your life between February and now? Yeah. And what did he say? He said, no, no. Why would you even say that? Yeah. There is no one else that I want. I'm really, like, hurt that you would come at me like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And I wake up the next morning, and I feel so guilty to the point where I pick up the phone, and I'm like, oh, my God, I am so annoying. That was so rude and uncalled for. You didn't deserve that. I just miss you, and I was being annoying. As drunk people are. Right, yeah. And he says... As I am. Yeah, that was really... Sober, too. That was... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Right now. Yeah, right now I'm annoyed. (laughs) That that was completely uncalled for. I don't know why you even asked me that. Like, I already miss you as it is, and now I just feel like you're you're being mean to me. And I completely apologized. I apologized, and I felt terrible. Ask me how many days between that text... And Monterey when I found out. How many days? One week. (laughs) And what weekend was he visiting her family? That weekend that Mm -hmm. I was in Austin, Texas. Yeah. He was visiting visiting with her family, texting Mm -hmm. me, saying, I love you, I miss you. So that adds on to my confusion of how can someone 
present to me one reality absolutely and lead this double life yeah you know yeah and I think one thing that we've talked about and your mom has talked about is truly and I'm not being um condescending truly that is a very serious issue for him like there is something going on with him Mm -hmm. that he was able to love you and treat you a certain way and do something polar opposite behind your back. And he will have to deal with that, whether it is the catalyst is this situation or the catalyst is a future marriage, God forbid. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a monkey on his back for the rest of his life. In order for me to heal for both Italy boyfriend and Monterey guy. Yeah. Cheater. I have to let go of the anger and the sadness. But right now, it's almost like a double punch because right. the my other ex-boyfriend and I are still not on speaking terms. Right. We are not at the No place, closure. No closure, no nothing. So that hasn't been put to, put to bed in the sense that I still don't really have closure, but the YouTube therapists say that you don't need closure yeah. to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but on top of that, the other guy hurting me so like blatantly. With all of this being said, I still have a wonderful life. Yeah. I am lucky in the sense that I have family who would do anything for me. And yeah friends who know what I've been going through and those who don't, those who haven't been aware of what I've been kind of experiencing are very like open to talking about it and to sharing their stories because it's shocking how many guys try to do this double dating thing. Yeah. Double dipping. Shocking. (laughs) Double dipping you could say. It's, it's been eye opening and I feel like now is my time to shine unpack all of this by myself with my friends and family right instead of talking about it with some other boy who says that he's gonna comfort me and be there blah 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 yeah so nice that being said we're super open to like double dates like fun stuff double, like good yeah. <laughs> that hit, being said we are open to that hit <laughs> us up hit us up so kylie give us a couple tangible things that have helped you mm-hmm. process this for our listeners who are going through the same thing. So many listeners. <laughs> okay, so number one, the hardest thing that I had to deal with was a change of appetite and mood. Mm-hmm. Because if you know me, yeah, I'm it's a true. ball of energy, but after... She sleeps like half the amount of hours that I sleep. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> 6.30 a.m. wake-up call. It's so weird. No matter what time she goes to bed. It's weird. So, a really hard thing that I went through was the change in mood and diet. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about making my body feel good. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about being happy at school. I would show up to my classes and be like, hello, and put my head in my book, and that was that. Um, and... That really had to do with being so close to my ex Mm because I I was constantly thinking about the fact that he was straight up ignoring me even though I had just moved 
to be closer to him right. two weeks prior to all of this going down. Right. So um, I, my advice on this note mm-hmm. is not to eat, but it's to surround yourself with people who will make you care about your well-being because I didn't. Mm-hmm. And my friends and family did, of course, but I just wasn't close to them. Yeah. And that's a huge part of why I moved. So number two. Now I force feed this bitch. Now she force feeds me. <laughs> All the top ramen. All the top ramen. Number two. If, if it's possible, get yourself out of the situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. Don't keep on repeating your depressing schedule if it's not helping you Im- improve your livelihood. Yeah. Like... That was huge for me, and it took me four months to finally be able to do that and to make the move. Looking back, I wish I would have done it sooner Mm -hmm. because things were pretty bleak while I was still living in that studio apartment. Yeah. Number three, and this is something that I still do, and I'm not good at not doing it, but block them. Block them on social media. Yeah. Block them. Block anyone who is going to take over your thoughts. So, for example, for me, I would look at his Mm ex-girlfriends. I would look at his friends, his friends of friends of friends, his cousins, anyone connected to him. But also, with Italy Boyfriend, it was much more difficult because his family was my family. Mm -hmm. And his friends were my friends. So... If you can, stop stop looking. And I am, like I said, the worst of all of them because I am obsessed with social media and all of that bullshit that goes along with it. So good at it. She's so good so, at social media. Um, try not to look. And if that means you have to block, block them mm-hmm. because if they're not going to be in your life or make an effort to be in your life, then they shouldn't get the opportunity to take over your thoughts. Those mm-hmm. shouldn't belong to anyone except yourself. The next one, take up a hobby. Mine would probably be painting. She's amateur, so good at it. Amateur painter over here. It's not amateur, you guys. It's so good. Her art is really good. We have it hanging up in our home. It's I wish weird. we had more hanging up. It's weird it's, art. It's very cool. It's an acquired taste, but I... <laughs> try to paint to take my mind off of things i've been exercising a lot yeah yeah also for maui yeah so i have a nice bikini bod point four point four talking about it it's impossible not to talk about these huge things that are weighing on you so i've been lucky enough to have riley and i talk her ear off just like i'm doing right now <laughs> you know you you can't Clam up because these things don't go away. Don't try to beg. Don't try to reach out and talk to someone over and over again who keeps on slamming the door in your face. And this is what I, the advice that I have for like a long term boyfriend that ends things and blindsides you. Yeah. When when that happens in any situation, you are left thinking, well, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. We can fix this. Mm -hmm. We can. We can patch this up. We can Mm -hmm. work on each other and on ourselves. And Mm -hmm. you're the love of my life and we're meant to be together. And how could you want this to end? Mm -hmm. When relationships end, it's for a reason. And it's really, really painful when you don't just feel like you're breaking up with your significant other, but 20 other people. Right. 
as a result of that ending. And I am probably the best example of anyone I know of how dangerous it is to be that invested in a family with without an engagement. Let's, right. Because we were basically like, I would say on the road to being engaged without the ring. Totally. Let's just put it that way. Absolutely, I agree. Or at least I thought we were, obviously. Yeah. We were on different pages. Right. <laughs> in that aspect. Do you That's feel tough. like he's the love of your life still? Or do you feel like y- there is someone out there that will Take that will surpass everything that you ever experienced with the, the prior two men? I don't know... I just don't have that closure that I want. I don't have that explanation that I've been looking for. I was never told I'm not in love with you anymore and I don't see that shining future with you. I think that's what kind of hindered me moving forward. The difference is with the the cheating relationship, it's a very um, clear path. Yeah. I am not going to let someone back into my life who lied and cheated multiple times over and over with no remorse up until the last second of me finding out. Right. But with my other relationship, I don't have these hard feelings towards him. Mm -hmm. I'm just more so confused as to why things ended so quickly and terribly. Do you feel open to the possibility of, like, having a healthy, normal relationship in the future? Of course. I think it's, of course, it's hardened me in the sense that, like, I will never be able to look at someone with full trust until they prove it, Mm -hmm. like, over the course of 10 years. Yeah. Because, (laughs) like, Riley will tell you, too... The, the boy who cheated, we were shocked. 100%. In the most intense way possible. Absolutely. I'm talking like you would never have guessed. No. And to the point where I tell Kylie this, I have actually have a lot of guilt over this particular conversation that Kylie and I had one night where... Uh, the boy that cheated on her was sad because they weren't official and he wanted to like make her literally his wife, like wanted to propose to Kylie. And I sat Kylie down one time and I said, you're going to lose this really great guy. If you don't snap out of it, if you don't like make him feel loved, make him feel important. And I told her, I was like, I think that he's a great guy and you're you're dumb if you mess this up because, because you're not over your, your former boyfriend. Yeah. Right. And I told her that and I thought if they ever ended it would be because Kylie wasn't able to like emotionally commit to him in that way. And then obviously now ironic um that he was cheating on her the whole time because I thought the only way they would ever end would be because Kylie like fucked it up because she like didn't commit to him or something yeah that's really the I only thought it would happen yeah or I just walked away yeah like she never got into it yeah and I said I was like he's so great don't don't lose this don't mess this up yeah and the whole time it's awful was mm, you know 
Leading a double life, as we say. Banging another chick. We call it an affair. He got offended when Riley called it an affair because... I'm pretty you, sure... You had what's, the, what's the literal de- definition? Do I have a phone? Where's my phone? Let's Look at the it. definition of affair. Affair is a sexual relationship, romantic friendship, or passionate attachment between two people without the attached person's significant other knowing. 100%. So it's an affair. So we had an affair. He obviously didn't care about me as much as I cared about him because you didn't see me cheating mm-hmm. over and over. But just twice. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I am not special. In the sense of, like, a boy cheated on me. This happens every single day. I feel lucky that this didn't happen three years down the line. But I'm not, I'm not special. And Riley and I have talked about how lucky we are that the girl was the only one with the moral compass, our favorite term, yeah. moral compass, moral compass, to reach out. And I bet... Maybe there's people listening who have had this happen to them yeah. more severely. Well, and I just want to say, if this has happened to anyone, as as an outsider, as someone just looking in, <laughs> Kylie's dying. Um, <laughs> it's the coffee. As, it's the coffee. I poisoned it. Just kidding. Uh-huh. As someone who's looking from the outside looking in, um, it's possible to go through these things and still be able to come out on the other. And I'm not saying Kai is completely out on the other side yet, but to be able to have a full and fulfilling and loving and rich life outside of these tragic events. And um, I think that Hopefully this helps you kind of understand a few really tangible tips and tricks to getting through a breakup. But I want Kylie to just speak to those listening who are dealing with this or have dealt with this just in a way that I cannot. For anyone that this has happened to, regardless of if they had an actual affair, maybe you looked on his phone or hers and saw that they were texting another person like on the daily. Mm -hmm. It's not a reflection of you in any way. And also, if you are going through it and struggling, that is proof that you need to work on yourself. And this is a huge one for me because I love, loved having a boyfriend. I loved all of the relationships that I have been in at one point or another, but... Now, looking back, I wasn't okay with myself. A lot of people have problems with their own identity and finding out who they are and being okay alone outside of all of this relationship crap. Mm-hmm. Like, you have flaws. Yeah. Everyone no, around I don't. Us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm perfect. Perfect. What do you mean? <laughs> no, but like everyone has flaws and things that they can work on internally and externally. And mine has been learning how to be happy by myself. I admire the relationships where there's a good balance of trust and communication and each person is independent in their own way. But there is always light at the end of the tunnel. There are thousands of fish in the sea Mm -hmm. and there's no need to think that just because one relationship ended, another one can't blossom. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's very exciting. And it's also exciting, like, 
as roommates, yeah. you, I get to see where your love life goes. and <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> and you're not nowhere. And you're going to see where my love life goes. Yeah. If you ever want to talk about liars, cheaters, and breakups, oh my. Oh my. <laughs> let me know. Yeah. I, I, I know it, it helps to talk about it. I listened to another podcast called Heartbroken with Fallon. It's, it's in the Midwest, mm-hmm. so they all kind of have Wisconsin accents like this. I don't That's know if cute. that was more Southern. No, but, that was, that was kind of Southern. Um, that was listening okay. to people who have gone Wisconsin. through Wisconsin. Listening to, good. Thanks. Shedded <laughs> cheese. That was like New York. <laughs> that was like cheddar cheese. Yeah, but listening to people who have gone through the same thing and talking about it is definitely a form of therapy in itself. Mm-hmm. So, And if you guys have any questions, as always, you guys can email rileyrcarroll at gmail.com and um, we'll have Kylie back on and she can answer all of your questions. So feel free to do that or you can DM her on Instagram or me. Or show up at our apartment. I'm just kidding. <laughs> since you now know the city yeah, in since which you now, we live. We did disclose the city, yeah. which we're only getting bigger, so that was a bad choice, but whatever. We'll deal with it. Thank you so much, uh, Kylie. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you, Riley. I really appreciate you coming on. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. I love you more. Like a boyfriend. I love you like a boyfriend. <laughs> Who needs boys when you have a roommate? Who needs them? Who needs them? Okay, thank you so much, Kai. We will see you next time on see you next time. The Life of Riley. That's not that's not the music. You're gonna play the music. I'm gonna play and music play now. Cute. Goodbye. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Is it on? Hello? (laughs) I'll tell you what.